I made Jane, Kelsey, and I as witches in <laughs> The Sims. <laughs> Jane is a cat in The Sims, and his name is Tofu, Tofu Escalante, Escalante, which is a random name that The Sims 4 gave us, but, but it was so a gift. funny. So funny. And I made Tofu Escalante her familiar. <laughs> I love him. He's... Are you ready? Feeling good? Yeah, feeling good. All right. Welcome back to You Know What I've Been Wondering. I'm Sarah. I'm Jane. And today we're witches. And today <laughs> we are witches. I've got Jane sitting next to my witch table. I feel the magic. Yeah. Do you? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Because they're protecting me from the ghost in this apartment. Oh my word. She's back. She, like, the other day, Kelsey texted us while we were both out that the, I closed my, I cl- always close my bedroom door all the way, and she said that the handle to my bedroom door turned, and it's not a circle one, it's a lever, that it turned, and my door opened. Now I'm afraid to live in this room. <laughs> Doesn't stop me from being lazy and spending all day in bed, but... I am afraid. Just stock up on the crystals. <laughs> Actually, last night, I, like, had kind of forgotten about that, and then last night I was watching a horror movie... And it was, it was, it was pretty creepy, I would say. And I was like, oh, right, there's a ghost in here. (laughs) (laughs) In this room. Yeah. And I got, I got a little scared. How are you doing, Jane? I'm doing good. We have, what day is it? What's the date? Today or when this comes out? (laughs) When this comes out. Are we going to pretend that we're in the future? It'll be the 16th of October. Wow. Happy 16th of October. Yeah. Well, Jane and I are recording a little, are a little recording in advance because I'm going to Disney World next weekend. Wow. I'm going to be here. And my mom's coming to visit. We're going to yeah. see Beautiful on Broadway. Ooh, I hope you enjoy it. We will. My mom has wanted to see it for a really long time and it's closing at the end of this month. So mm. now or never. True. It is now or never. I'm excited. I'm seeing Hades Town at the end of the month again. I'm oh. super excited with my mom. I hope she likes it. I think she'll like it. I get emotional just thinking about Hades Town. Fair. Super fair. Well, I hope that was fun. Are you going to try to see something else besides beautiful? Uh, We don't know because we don't really have that much time that she's here. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't know how much we want to be going in and out of the city. Fair. Um, But we'll see. Are you going to do some stuff in Brooklyn? Maybe. Well, we might see a movie. We might go shopping, something like that. Fun. We're trying to see if my aunt and cousin want to come visit. Oh, that's but, that'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be nice. Well, I hope you had a wonderful time doing that by the time Me this too. comes out. And I hope you had a fun time in Disney World. I'm Do you so excited. I'm, ex- I'm really excited because I remember going to Disney World when I was little during Halloween, and I remember loving it, but I don't really remember the specifics of it. I just remember I had such a good time. I remember, I have like vague memories of it like I kind of remember being at the parade mm-hmm. and I remember Cinderella's carriage because it was nighttime and it was all lit up and it was gorgeous I remember that really vividly even though I was only like four or five and I remember that I was a ballerina and my mom was a witch and she put green stuff on her face and she really scared me <laughs> when she came downstairs I thought she was scary so I'm excited to go back again for Halloween time because I love Halloween it's my favorite holiday and this is my favorite time so that's what's going on are you ready to talk about witches Yes, I am. And Wicca, which are not the same thing. No. Well, 
<laughs> okay, <laughs> we'll get into it. Wicca is a predominantly West... It sounds like we're saying wicker, like... Wicca! <laughs> Go sit down on the wicker chair. <laughs> Wicca is a predominantly Western movement whose followers practice witchcraft mm-hmm. and nature worship and who see it as a religion based on pre-Christian traditions mm-hmm. of Northern and Western Europe. Okay, so it's different than paganism. Correct. Okay. It spread mostly through England in the 1950s and then subsequently attracted followers in Europe and the United States. The origins of the Wicca that we think of as Wicca today was founded by this man named Gerald Brousseau Gardner. Mm-hmm. He who... came up with my research, but I skipped over him because I figured you would talk about him. Oh, yeah. He's the founder of Wicca. He's from England, but he spent a lot of his life in Asia familiarizing himself with occult beliefs and magical practices of various different belief systems and he read a lot of literature on western magical studies <laughs> based on the he went to hogwarts uh, he, he was in asia um he <laughs> read a lot of house? western esoteric literature including the writings of british occultist alistair crowley which if that's not like a warlock's name yeah get it really. out of here alistair um, crowley that sounds like a character on supernatural well, Crowley is a character on Yeah, but I forget his, I forget Crowley's first name. Uh, maybe it's Alistair. There is another, there is another Alistair on mm. Supernatural. Uh, he returned to England just before World War II, and he became involved in the occult community of England and founded a new movement based on the reverence of nature, the practice of magic, and the worship of a female deity and Ooh. numerous associated deities. He also borrowed from Western witchcraft traditions and following, get ready for this, the 1951 repeal of England's archaic witchcraft laws. <gasps> 1951? Yeah, there were still witchcraft laws up until then, which I guess. Maybe it was one of those things that they're that like, modern. We, we forgot to, I mean, I doubt it, but maybe they were like, oh, we forgot to get rid of this. Yeah, you know? probably. I don't know. Um, That's the hope, but you yeah. never know. People are not. So in 1951, they repealed the witchcraft laws. And in 1954, Gardner published Witchcraft Today, a book about Wicca. He founded his first coven, and the followers that joined the coven um, gave him a lot of input and helped him come up with like the mm-hmm. foundations of Wicca, uh, especially author Doreen Valiente, mm-hmm. who helped him come up with what is now known as Wicca. Did he call it Wicca because he didn't want to call it witchcraft because that had had such a negative connotation? So he was like, let's give it a new name. I don't know because witchcraft is part of Wicca. Right. Like that term is still used a lot. Right. But instead of people saying I'm a witch, people will often say I'm a Wiccan. I'm a Wiccan. Um, it just have to do with like branding and maybe. Like, the negative connotation. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. The website, like, for Wicca, like Wicca.com, is like hilariously sassy towards <laughs> <laughs> towards Christianity. Great. Um, Love that. And I feel like that's my relationship with Christianity. I know. It's, it's very snarky towards Christianity and also like just people who are assholes to witches, which makes sense to me why they'd have some snark in that direction. So here are a couple of terms. Wicca is a modern pagan religion with spiritual roots and the earliest expressions of reverence for nature. I feel like I'm saying reverence for nature a lot. Yeah. And that's a really important thing. 
Wicca in general, I think the biggest difference between Wicca and witchcraft Mm -hmm. is that Wicca is more so just a worship of nature of nature and witchcraft is like being a person who can control things. That makes sense. That totally makes sense. Some major identifying motifs in Wicca are a reverence for both the goddess and God, which there are various number of deities, but like the goddess and God are basically like the main two and it's like a hunter god and a goddess of fertility is like the most simple way of Mm -hmm. saying what each of them are okay um but both of them are just like forces of nature Uh, more motifs are the acceptance of reincarnation and magic ritual observance of astronomical and agricultural phenomena and the use of magical circles for ritual purposes did you read the series the book of spells no what's it about okay um there well there was two um there was <laughs> there was this first of all there was this series i'm pretty sure it was called the book of spells so that was the first one and they had these black covers with gold writing and i remember when i bought it to read i was thought i was being so like bold and daring and i was like everyone's gonna think i'm a wiccan because it's about a girl who yeah. like finds out that her family are wiccans and she um you know she joins them in that practice um, and then <laughs> this other series, which was called the private series, was about a girl that goes to private school. And it's this long winded series where like at the beginning, someone dies. And then the second book, you found out it's a murder. And then it takes until like book six to find out who the murderer is. And then but it just kept going. It was a really good series about a boarding school. And it really made me want to go to boarding school. And mm-hmm. then like book 10, all of a sudden they were like, OK, and all of this was happening because they were witches. <laughs> or they were wickets and then in book 10 book 10 was called like the book of spells and it went way way back and it was like <laughs> before these people got here like how this tradition started it was nuts and it was like this crazy twist because i was like i'm reading this fun book about boarding school and then all of a sudden it was like guess what they were magic witches. The whole time. it was crazy it's a really good series though it was like one of the better it was one of the better ya series yeah as someone who went to boarding school maybe i'll you should read them. I think you would genuinely enjoy them. Like, I would absolutely read them again. I'll definitely look into it. That sounds fun. Wicca, W-I-C-C-E, is synonymous with Wicca. It's just some people call it that instead. According to the website, um, Wicca is used for women and Wicca is used for men. I think that's a group of okay. them. Like a, a group of Wicca, a female Wiccans is a is Wicca. Okay. Or Wicca. Wicca. Yeah. Like, look at all those Wicca. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look at all of those chickens. Um, okay, that makes sense. Um, a witch is a practitioner of folk magic, particularly the kind relating to herbs, stones, colors, wells, rivers, etc. It is used by some Wiccans to describe themselves. This term has nothing to do with Satanism. I would like to say that, uh, like, the last big four definitions on the website was, like, all of them end with... This term has nothing to do with Satanism. So they really wanted to separate the idea that witchcraft is aligned with Satanism. That makes sense. It is not. That's that's not a rep that I would want either. Um, Unless you're Sabrina. (laughs) Sabrina, I I think they made up their own. They were more Satanistic than Wicca, I would say. Oh, yeah. Well, Sabrina also doesn't refer to herself as a Wiccan. Yeah. I'm pretty sure witchcraft is the craft of the witch magic especially magic utilizing personal power in conjunction with the energies within stones herbs colors and other natural objects paganism is the general term for the followers of wicca and other magical 
shamanistic, polytheistic, earth-based religions. Okay. And it's also used to refer to pre-Christian religious and spiritual beliefs. Okay. So So pagan is a bigger umbrella term. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. And also, with the whole witchcraft Wicca thing, it's like witchcraft is sort of a branch of Wicca, I would say. Okay. At one point they say... Oh, I was literally about to read the sentence. Um, Wicca draws from old traditions of witchcraft, although witchcraft and Wicca are not synonyms. One can be a witch without being a Wiccan, just just as a person can be a Christian without being a Baptist. Okay. Wicca is a recognized religion, while witchcraft itself is not considered a religion. Okay. Wicca might be described as modern religion based on ancient witchcraft traditions. Hmm, If that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think Wicca is like the name for the religion and witchcraft is like things that you do within that religion yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. practices. Yeah. And then these are a lot of like sassy quotes just straight from the Wicca website. Love that. Contrary to what those who choose to persecute or lie about us wish to believe, <laughs> Wicca is a very peaceful, harmonious, and balanced way of life which promotes oneness with the divine and all which exists. That's nice. Yes. I like that. This little section right here from the Wicca website is something that I picked because I thought it spoke directly to me. It says, Wicca is a deep appreciation and awe in watching the sunrise or sunset, the forest in the light of a glowing moon, a meadow enchanted by the first light of day. It's like, wow, at me. All my friends are like walking down the street. It's like all your favorite aesthetics. like, hey, stop, look at the moon. Wicca is the fall of colorful autumn leaves and the softness of winter snow. It is light and shadow and all that lies in between. It is the song of the birds and other creatures in the wild. It is being in the presence of Mother Earth's nature and being humbled in reverence. So it's just a lot of like looking at the earth and going, wow. Yeah, (laughs) I feel like I'd be down for that with everything except with bugs. (laughs) <laughs> no bugs are part of it like, but I, like i'd never be down with bugs or yeah. vermin i'd be like <laughs> when we are in the temple of the lord and the lady we are not prone to the arrogance of human technology as they touch our souls to be a witch is to be a healer a teacher a seeker a giver and a protector of all things if the path is yours may you walk in it with honor light and integrity oh i like that i know i like that too it's a good sentiment Based on archaeological discoveries, we now uh, have basis to believe that the origins of Wicca can be traced back even farther back than the Paleolithic peoples um, who worshipped a hunter god and fertility goddess. This is based on 30,000-year-old cave paintings. Oh, like what I said for ancient porn. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That depicts a man with the head of a stag and a pregnant woman standing in a circle with 11 other people. Mm. Which, like I said, when we were talking about Unlucky 13, 12 people is mm-hmm. like the perfect circle of people. Yeah. So I think that number might be significant. Otherwise, it'd be like, okay, a pregnant lady with other people. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a group of people. One of them's pregnant. But yeah. like, no, no but 12. It is significant. In ancient history, Wicca was known as the craft of the wise mm. because those in tune with the force of nature had a knowledge of herbs and medicines, gave counsel, and were valuable pairs of the village and community as shamanic healers and leaders and i this reminds me so much of when i was talking about it was either crystals or astrology but about how before there was science all we really had was magic yeah and magic led to scientific discoveries Mm, yeah so i feel like they play hand in hand more than we think they were so like 
Which is, we're kind of like doctors before doctors. Right. It's kind of like alchemy. Alchemy yeah. led to science, but alchemy is sometimes considered a form of witchcraft. Yeah. There is <laughs> there is a, a heavy blame that the Wicca website places on the Christian church mm-hmm. for making Wicca into something that it's really not. Okay. That um, makes sense. Yeah. They basically fault the Christian church for saying that witches are evil and yeah. people who do witchcraft are in line with Satan and demons and all these evil things that they really aren't. Do they um, blame Hollywood at all too? Because I feel like there are a lot of oh, horror yeah. movies. That yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. There's like three people, there's like three things that the website like blames for the mis- the misconstruing yeah. what Wicca is. They believe that the Christian church, in order to convert followers of the old nature-based religions to churches way of thinking... Um, the church made witches out to be diabolical. They turned old religious deities into devils and demons. And Christian missionaries attached a lot of fear to paganistic beliefs that um, just mostly just to get people to convert. Right. Um, that spread a lot of misinformation. They blame early male doctors who did not understand female physiology especially as it pertains to monthly cycles and reproductive health. Mm -hmm. And they also spread a lot of misinformation, not even about witches or Wicca specifically, but just about women that helped people who were witch hunters and people who supported that and the church to believe things about just women's bodies that just aren't true. Yeah, that's so true, yeah. So like, oh, that woman is bleeding once a month, she must be a witch. Yeah. Like, they would just point to things that were just normal things that women's bodies did, but because yeah. doctors, male doctors, who didn't know anything about women, were like, I don't know what that is. They'd be like, burn her. Or like, yeah. Have you seen the horror movie The Witch? No, and I don't want to. It's very scary. But it's I've very heard good. it's so scary. It wasn't as scary as I thought it was going to be. I'd say the first 25 minutes are really scary. And then the rest of it... um, I thought was handleable, but the first 20 minutes are super scary. But that has a lot of really good commentary on, like, women's body, like yeah. the patrolling of women's bodies yeah. and misunderstanding of females. Lastly, they said, not to mention the bad publicity and press that Hollywood has given Wicca to generate a profit. Yeah, so, I, like, just watched a movie where it's about the main character, like, the evil character is a Wiccan. It's not evil at all. In fact, me reading about this, I was like, wow, people who are Wiccans are so nice. I know. Um, they sound really lovely. They do. That book series frames it in a very positive light. Read that book yeah. series. <laughs> Witchcraft is a spiritual system that's, that fosters free thought and will of the individual, encourages learning and understanding the earth and nature, thereby affirming the divinity in all living things. Uh, there was this whole section that I loved about how <laughs> people who weren't listening to the needs of nature and like... right destroyed the planet that we're living on if those people don't change their mind like it's gonna ruin it for everybody which is true yeah which i was like look at this magic group coming (laughs) for the people for not listening to scientists i know (sighs) like look at them being better scientists than you like yeah (sighs) we can get along you know we can yeah proof most importantly it teaches responsibility we expect responsibility we we accept responsibility for our actions as deeds as clearly as a result of the choices we make we acknowledge the cycles of nature the lunar phases and the seasons to celebrate our spirituality 
and to worship the divine. It is a belief system that allows the witch to work with, not in supplication to the deities. So I kind of like that. I like that they're like, yes, there are gods, there are magical forces, but like we are one of them. Yeah, that is really cool. Like humans are divine as well, Uh, which is another thing. There is a misconception that witches are not humans. Witches are humans. Yeah. Which means they are just as flawed as humans. Mm -hmm. They have just as much a capacity to do evil and to be harmful as humans. It just, they practice a different religion. I don't know if I necessarily want to say that exactly, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. They have different practices and beliefs. And they're the same species. But but they're the same species. was my original point. They don't have magic Um, in their veins. Yeah. So a lot of misconceptions... Um, surround Wicca. A couple of them are that Wicca and witchcraft is not a cult. Mm -hmm. Um, Wiccans do not worship Satan or consort with demons. And I like that they added this part. Satan is a Christian creation and they can keep him. (laughs) (laughs) We do not need a paranoid creation of supreme evil and eternal... We do not need a paranoid creation of supreme evil and eternal damnation to scare us into doing the right thing and helping others. Ooh. We choose to do the right thing and love our brothers and sisters because it is the right thing. Oh, that's and it nice. feels good to do it. I suppose it is a maturity thing. <laughs> the writer wrote in. And I was like, that's just you being <laughs> Oh my God. I love whoever wrote this website. <laughs> yeah. Um, really there's never sacrifice of humans or animals because there is a big rule mm-hmm. in Wicca that is harm none. Yeah. So they wouldn't sacrifice anything. I just realized Cleo is the perfect companion for this episode because she's a black cat. She is. My familiar. Anyone who does harm others or practice mm-hmm. sacrifices or anything like that and claims to be a Wiccan is lying. Right. Because you're going against the practices right. of your own religion. It's like saying that you're a Christian <laughs> and love thy neighbors and then you post racist things on Facebook. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. (laughs) Wiccans have no need to steal or control the life force of another to achieve mystical or supernatural powers. Our power comes from within. Mm -hmm. We do not hex or cast spells on others because of the same harm none rule. Mm -hmm. Witches are just as human and have the same potential to be flawed as anyone or anything else. Mm. And witches have a very strict belief in the law of three. Okay. Which states that uh, whenever whatever we send out into the world shall come back to us threefold. Oh, I which, like that. Yeah, I've heard that a couple times before, but I didn't know it came from this or was a particularly Wiccan belief. And there is this particular ethical code called the Wiccan Reed, R-E-D-E. And that is an ethical code that states, if it harms none, do what you will. Mm-hmm. Which I had heard before in the Practical Magic book. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, where have I heard this before? Oh. That's funny. So, it honestly, to me, like, I I don't want to say it converted me, but... It seems very chill. It seems like a very nice religion that values sounds like nature, it yeah. values nature, values the world, values other people, values, like, oneness in all things. Uh, I'm not sure if we put it in here, but they're talking about when they talk about their beliefs in gods, like... The god that they worship is the universe itself. Oh, that's sweet. Which I thought was nice. That is really nice. It's like caring for the things around you, you know, and believing that, like, 
what you do does have an effect on the greater universe. I like that. I think yeah. That's great. And it's very, it's very empowering, I feel. Definitely. Almost. And it's also very accepting of, like, individual interpretation. Mm-hmm. There were, there was, like, a Q&A page and there were a lot of people being like, can I be Christian and Wicca at the same time? And some people were like, well, some say yes, some say no, but it's up to your own choice. Like I've yeah. read stuff about that, people being like, I think there's a Reddit thread that yeah. I've read that's about. It was mostly just, like, your own spiritual beliefs are your own spiritual beliefs, and no one can really tell you yeah. what to believe, so go Oh, no, it was want. I was reading this article written by a woman who is deeply Catholic and also mm. practices Wicca. Love that. And she was talking about, like, how she sees the intersection of it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it was her own criticisms of the Catholic Church of it as an entity and how yeah. Wicca, like, filled in those gaps for her. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was really interesting very peaceful practice it sounds like it is it's very nice i'm really surprised it only started in the 1950s like the modern interpretation of wicca not necessarily the that set of beliefs yeah i mean i think what they were saying is that practices that wiccans do today have been practices that we have evidence for for many for many years years. Mm -hmm. but it was really like a lot of things brought together yeah, to do, to do one all. big thing yeah, in yeah, the yeah. 50s, which does sound pretty recent to be a religion because it is, I feel like, a pretty vastly growing religion. Yeah, I do think it's growing. I think it's growing as we enter um, a world where I think more people our age are less religious. You know, I mm-hmm. think we, I think younger generations are getting less Christian religious. Mm-hmm. And I think we are becoming more aware of the environment mm-hmm. and we've also become more open minded. You know, so I do, I, I can see that it's, I can imagine that it would be growing giving all of, given all of that. Yeah. That we have this very open-minded younger generations, very concerned with the environment, unsettled by institutions, which Christianity for sure is definitely a tough institution mm-hmm. in all facets of it in many ways. So it's, it reminds me a lot of, um, Quakers, kind of. Quakers are very, like, introspective with God. And it's oh, like, yeah. everything is about us as a community. Like, everything they do is, like, very communal. Like, yeah. they do a lot of silence at their services. When they have weddings, they don't have somebody officiated. It's, like, officiated by the community. It's, like, very community-based and very yeah. much about, like, you having peace with God and stuff like that. It's, and they don't have a lot of, like, formal rituals or anything like that. Reminds me of Quakers. It is. Quakers are Zen. So, there we go. So, there we go. That was Wicca. Wicca. I, I feel like now I want to, like, criticize the people that made The Sims 4 magic expansion pack. <laughs> in that witches are species, like, you have to say, like, you can't just be like, oh, this sim is a sim and it's also a witch. Like, you have to create, like, it's called, like, an occult oh. sim. So, it's kind of no, like aliens. witches are humans. They're aliens. Alrighty, should we move on to the Reddit segment? Yes. Now, with the world the way it is. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> particularly right now in the United States. I mean, I feel like we mm-hmm. say that all the time. Particularly right now. now well, my, my point is that the news moves very quickly. And oh, it's like yes. every day there's a new big headline. Yes, yes, that's very true. Um, this might not be relevant in... <laughs> two weeks. In two weeks when this comes out. But I was scrolling through... 
Reddit and No Stupid Questions, and a lot of people were asking questions about how impeachment works. Oh, that's super relevant. I think this will still be relevant in two weeks. I'm praying so. I'm praying. <laughs> but also... <laughs> that, that SNL sketch, like, yeah, but ain't nothing gonna happen. <laughs> uh, well, the biggest thing is that I didn't totally understand what impeachment was Mm -hmm. because I think we use impeachment as a term that means to remove someone from office. No, but impeachment's a process. Yeah. To impeach someone really just means like to indict them Mm -hmm. and to call them to court. But the court being the House of Representatives. Yes. And it functions very similarly to how a trial would operate regularly. Yeah. uh, Except instead of it being like a jury that votes, it's the House of Representatives that votes. Yes. And they need to have a two-thirds majority. Yes. In order to actually remove someone from office. So you can have the guest president who is impeached, but then stays in office. Yes. Because they are found not guilty. Now, like Bill Clinton. The thing is, like, we have a lot of evidence, you know? <laughs> yes. So it's, so it's really going to come down to Republicans. It really is. And whether or not they... They care about the evidence. Yeah. And people are not really sure which way Republicans are going to go in the vote because if Donald Trump is impeached, then our president is Mike Pence. Right. And some people think, oh, that's what Republicans want. Right. And some Republicans just see it as a defeat. So they don't, that's what they don't want. Right. So it's kind of hard to predict what's exactly going to happen. And it might be kind of tough to get them all onto one side. Yeah. But I'm also anxious because of the Mike Pence of it all. Yeah, I feel like I I have such trouble with it because on the one hand, I don't want Trump to go down in history as a president who committed many crimes and stayed in in office. Like that seems like a huge failure, a huge failure, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's not the legacy that I want for America. Like, I want America to have a legacy. Like, someone committed a crime and we impeached them. Mm-hmm. Which part Plus of Plus the hypocrisy of the fact that, like, Bill Clinton had an affair and he got impeached. But mm-hmm. Trump is literally probably committed treason. Yeah. And he's not getting impeached. Like, they're, like, such hypocrisy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, when it's a Democrat that commits a crime, it's, like, world news, end of the world. Well, the thing is, like, Bill Clinton technically didn't get impeached for having an affair. He got impeached for lying about it. Right. Which, if the if the crime is lying, then... Yeah, like, whatever. Ah! I know, like, it's infuriating. So, like, on the one hand, I do want him to be impeached because I don't want to live in a... I don't want to live in a government in which they didn't, you know? Because yeah. it's like, that just seems like a huge failure of law in general. But on the other hand... Yeah, which part of me wonders I don't want Mike Pence to be president because yeah. he's a terrible person. Yeah, which part of me wonders that's why if if that's why they waited so long to start impeachment inquiries about something because I feel like there's many things they could have begun inquiry inquiries about. Yeah, um, over the course of his presidency, but if doing it closer to the, the 2020 end. election, yeah, um, because so that he does have consequences, but we don't necessarily have to have Mike Pence for very long because what would happen if Trump were to be found guilty mm-hmm. in an impeachment trial? Is that he would no longer be allowed oh, to run, run for re-election. Yeah, exactly. However, Mike Pence would. But so I Mike Pence like would be the be... candidate for 2020. Right. But it's probably too late at this point. If by the time that they impeach him, if he's not guilty, 
by that point, I think it would be very hard for Mike Pence to launch a legitimate elect uh, campaign. Campaign. I mean, I many many Republicans would just vote for him because yeah. they would vote for him. But I think that would be hard. Mm-hmm. That's true. I have I have thought about that a couple of times. Like, why aren't they? Why haven't they moved for impeachment yet? But that is true. Maybe they are waiting until it would lead to a shorter term for Mike Pence. <laughs> yeah. Which is fair. Because mm-hmm. on the, I've talked about this with others before. It's like, on one hand, Trump is many things, but he's also kind of an idiot. Like, he doesn't <laughs> really know how to be a politician. Yeah. Um. So he's not very, he's not very political. And so he's, and on the one hand, that's, he's just crazy. So he just makes these crazy executive orders that have, yes, have a mass impact, but he's not very tactful. Yeah. But I think that's the danger of Mike Pence is that he is a politician and he does have tact and he knows how to be diplomatic. And I somehow think that that's scarier because mm-hmm. it's like Dick Cheney. Like Dick oh, Cheney yeah. was like a silent viper, you know? Mm-hmm. He was much more tactful than Bush was. <laughs> Vice oh, is the do you remember when we seen. thought Bush was such an idiot? I mean, I still kind of do, but comparatively. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so anyway, that was useful information. Thank you yes. for telling me that. I think at the end of the day, I do hope that they move for impeachment because even if he's not impeached, I think that trial should happen because I think it's our responsibility yeah. for the trial to happen. Are you ready to learn about? Yes, I want to be shocked. I want <laughs> I want to dazzle me. I want you to like throw me down on the floor and yell. Natalie Wood is a wit. I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't have. I don't have proof for Natalie Wood. I'm sorry, but we should talk more about the fact that Christopher Walken absolutely knows what happened to Natalie Wood, and we're just we're just gonna let it go. Yeah, he's just out there in the world being a goofy guy, and it's like, no, you don't get to be a humorous character. You have to tell me what, what happened, happened to, to Natalie, Natalie Wood? Wood. I rewatch that BuzzFeed Unsolved video all the time because I'm always like, but what happened to Natalie Wood? <laughs> okay, so. Um, yes, I'm going to talk about, about people famously accused of being witches or famous people who are thought to be witches. So there's kind of like two categories. People, there will be some people you've never heard of and there will be people that you've absolutely heard of before. And the first person I'm going to talk about is a person I had never heard of and her name is Isabel Gowdy and she was a Scottish woman who confessed to witchcraft in 1662. She gave a detailed testimony over four sessions that was apparently achieved without the use of violent torture it is unknown why she came forward or was initially arrested for witchcraft um this but this testimony provides one of the most comprehensive insights into european witchcraft folklore and her testimony also came towards the end of an era of witch hunts so her testimony is one of the most dissected of witch trials of all times of all time just a brief background about witch hunts in Scotland. They had begun in Scotland around 1550. Mary, Queen of Scots, passed the Scottish Witchcraft Act in 1563, which made witchcraft subject to capital punishment. Mm. Um, according to Emma Wilby, who is a British historian who has undertaken um, a comprehensive study of Gowdy's confession, it's like her lifetime project gowdy was one of seven witches tried during this particular witch hunt which again came more towards the end of this particular era although there were definitely resurgences of eras of witch hunts in scotland and great britain um throughout the 16th and 17th centuries um like i said she made four confessions over six weeks that included details of charms and rhymes she also claimed that she was a member of a coven in service of the devil 
and I'll tell more details about that later. Not a Wicca then. Not a, no, not a Wicca. <laughs> <laughs> Modern day academics now believe Gaudi, who was illiterate and of a low social status, was a talented narrator with a creative imagination. Some people also think that she had air ergoism. I have to look that up. It's when you say ergo a lot at parties to sound smart and people are really annoyed with you. Ergo, she, they also believe that she had ergotism, which ergotism oh. is... Um, the is a type of poisoning that causes oh. you to hallucinate so they think maybe she was hallucinating oh but this came only it was a theory that came about much much later i think it has to do with the moldy bread theory <laughs> you know oh i know about the moldy bread so isabel in these ses- in these sessions admitted to renouncing her baptism and having meetings where she had sex with the devil <gasps> Her coven ate and drank the best food at houses that they reached by flying on magical horses and entering through the windows. And this is one of the places where we get the idea that witches will enter your home through your window. Oh. Um, which I thought was interesting. The coven was, she claimed that the coven was entertained by the queen of the fairies. And Isabel said that she could turn into a hair, like a rabbit, not a hair on your head. This sounds fun. <laughs> Except for the devil worship. I wouldn't like that. She yeah. also shared that a woman named Margaret Breadhead. <laughs> like when I read that, I was like, me, I'm the breadhead. <laughs> Margaret Breadhead was a member of that particular coven. And as a result of the two, the two of them were both arrested. And as a result of their statements, 41 other people were arrested. We should also note that her coven, she claimed to be 13 people which mm. became a foundation for the idea that a coven is always 13 people. It came directly from these statements. Well, ours is only two. <laughs> I know. Gotta get, I gotta, we gotta get some more friends. <laughs> we gotta get 11 more. On April 10th of 1662, which is just before she had been arrested, the Privy Council had issued a proclamation prohibiting torture as a means of securing confessions from witches. So they could not torture people for witch confessions. Specifically, the council advised Gowdy and Breadhead only be found guilty. I just can't say it. The straight face Breadhead. Only be found guilty if they if they confessed without torture, were found sane, and did not have a wish to die. It's the only way they could be found guilty. There is no record of Gowdy being executed, but they were likely taken out to the outskirts of town and burned at the stake, which is what most witches, what, what was done to most witches. They say that there's not a lot of records. A lot of executions went off record, but because it was a time of like literal hysteria surrounding witches, a lot more people were executed than mm. we have records for. So that's probably what happened, although there is no found verdict, execution order, anything like that. Yeah. Her confessions blend fairy and demonic beliefs like no other witch case has. Um, Although the confessions are detailed, they do not match most other records from witch trials. It's unknown whether or not this confession was a result of psychosis or not. But it is really weird that no one else made claims like she did about the nature of witchcraft. Three other later confessions reported encounters with the same fairy queen that Isabel said that she met um, in different regions of Scotland. Gowdy's confession also formed the crux of the thesis that witch covens have 13 members, like I said, and her confessions still remain at the forefront of academic research on witchcraft. So a lot of academics have looked at this as, if this was real, what does this imply Mm -hmm. for what we understand about medieval witchcraft and Elizabethan witchcraft? 
So that's the first one. The second one is Morgan Le Fay. <laughs> I know her! <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> also known as Morgana. <laughs> um, she is likely the stuff of legend, but an incredibly important fairy enchantress of Arthurian legend. And her her character, I don't know if y'all want to call her her character, her persona has really evolved through different publications of Arthurian legend. Um, she began as the ruler of Avalon in Jeffrey of Monmouths, which we know. Jeffrey of Monmouth, what a liar. <laughs> the worst historian ever. <laughs> um, in his Vita Merlini. <laughs> I forgot all Now I want to go back and listen to that just to listen That's to us silly, roast just Jeffrey of Monmouth. That silly, silly man. Um, that man. In later editions, she appeared as King Arthur's sister. And then even, even later editions, Morgan Le Fay was responsible for trouble between Arthur and Guinevere. She is believed to have, to have gotten her powers from the Enchanter Merlin. Although these later editions... Um, of Arthurian legend made Arthur's death a parallel to Christianity in which he died mm-hmm. and thought when was thought to be born again. The earliest Arthurian texts show Arthur being tended by Morgan Le Fay until the time comes for him to return to his kingdom. Like she's his protector and they like live together and he's still alive. They're just hiding together essentially. And he's being kept alive by Morgan Le Fay. This is actually a popular belief in Sicily. And that's where it really thrived from the Normans existence in Sicily. And Sicilians coined the term Fata Morgana in, um, which refers to a mirage that seems completely impossible, which is often seen at the Strait of Messina in Sicily. And they named it after her. And I looked at pictures of it and I, for the life of me, cannot tell that it's a mirage. Like, I'm like, I don't understand what I'm looking at, but they're like, it's a mirage. And I'm like, okay. A mirage of what? <laughs> it's like, it looks, it'll look like a boat is, fl- I, that's what I'm trying to understand. I'm like, what about this looks fake? I, but I think it's that like boats look like they're floating above the horizon line or you'll see something that's not really there. Like, look up Fata Morgana. It's really confusing. I'm gonna do it. But a Fata Morgana could be seen anywhere it's like a completely crazy mirage but they're most often seen at the strait of messina in sicily i am obsessed with this not not this image but this idea (sighs) that more that morgana is watching over arthur yes and oh my gosh like i just don't understand what i'm looking at the boats are floating okay i guess that's what it is i was like this just looks like boats on water to me (laughs) The bo- they're like 10 feet above the water. Okay, well, that's a Fata Morgana. Cool, right? That's fascinating. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, there is, like, there's also the thing that Merlin is with Arthur. Right. Although Arthur's just, like, sleeping. But I like the idea of his, like, magic sister. Like, protecting him. Yeah. Keeping him alive. They're off with Nicholas Flamel. <laughs> and Purnell. And Purnell. And Purnell. They're all hanging out together. Next, next witch. Aradia is the central figure in Charles Godfrey Leland's Aradia, which was published in Aradia. It might be Aradia. Um, published in 1899. Charles Leland claimed that he was handed the information for this book by a woman named Madalena in Tuscany. According to the book, mm. Aradia was the daughter of the goddess Diana and <gasps> Lucifer. She was incarnated on Earth much like a messiah. And her followers were a group of witches that had survived since the 12th century using their witchcraft to fend off the church and keep them alive. At the time, Charles Leland believed this to be like a real religious text. He was like, I've been handed the new Bible. So he published this book. Um, His book caused a resurgence of interest in witchcraft in the 20th century because it was the the turn of the 20th century, which I thought was cool. 
Um, so she's a very famous Edwardian era. Mm-hmm. Which, um, this one you might you might know. Marie Laveau, mm-hmm. or the Queen of Voodoo, um, is the most famous vo- voodoo priestess of New Orleans and of Louisiana and probably of America and of the world. Mm-hmm. She was born a free black woman in the 1700s in Louisiana and achieved notoriety with all classes who came to her for curses, advice, spells, literally anything, which is really cool that like she was respected by the upper class and the yeah. lower class of people like everyone was like, she's the one. Although she attended mass every week, she was an advocate for voodoo. Marie Laveau lived into her 90s and her grave gets more visitors on Halloween than Elvis's, which this article said specifically, but I want to know why people are going to Elvis's grave on Halloween. I should have looked this up because it was like, yeah, she gets more visits on Halloween than Elvis. Like, how many people are going to see Elvis on Halloween? Maybe he just gets them regularly a lot. And then like that one day a year, more people go to her. Yeah, I think he just, oh, he does just get a lot of visits. God, it costs $28 to visit Elvis's grave. That doesn't seem cool. Maybe they're saying that she gets more visits on Halloween than Elvis gets in a year. That seems like a lot of people. Yeah. Okay, this says that she died in 1881, but she also, it also said that she was born in the 1700s. She died in 1881, but then when was she born? She didn't, oh, she did live in to be 90. So she was born in, in like 1790. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She lived to be 91, which also was like, people were like, it's voodoo. She lived to be 91, you know. Okay, <laughs> so that's the end of Marie Laveau. This next one, you might know, but like, get ready. Anne Boleyn. often been regarded as a witch and witchcraft was one of the things that the king accused her of amongst the list of adultery and others henry the eighth claimed that he was he said on record he was bewitched by her and that she had tricked him into marriage now there's questioning of him being just like does he just be bewitched by like enchanted or was did was he really trying to say Mm -hmm. like she's cursed him yeah there were rumors that Anne Boleyn had six fingers and she kept one hidden which was like considered a mark of a witch yeah most thought that she practiced witchcraft because in January of 1536 it is rumored that she miscarried a child and the fetus was so deformed that they believed witchcraft had to be involved in its conception and it was like cursed However, there was so much anti-Boleyn propaganda at the time that this could easily be a work of fiction, and there's no record that she ever even had the miscarriage. Mm. It happened on the Tudors. It happened on the <laughs> Tudors, but it, like, it probably didn't actually happen. Mm-hmm. Most likely, Henry VIII did not want to admit that he was wrong about a yeah. woman that he had like sacrificed so much to marry, so he made up a story to deflect the blame that she was a witch. But a lot of people who practice witchcraft are like... Yes, and our ancestor, Anne Boleyn, like, yeah. they really are like, no, she was a witch. Yeah. Um, which is how she got to, the how she got so much power and how she convinced Henry VIII to do so much for her. A lot of people think that, like, she definitely had to have some sort of magic on her side to make mm-hmm. that happen. Especially in a time where, like, divorce wasn't a thing and somehow yeah. she <laughs> made it happen. <laughs> To a woman he'd been married for for 24 years. So, she's considered a famous witch. As we know from Anastasia, <laughs> Rasputin was thought to be mixed up in the occult. He gained favor with Tsar Nicholas II because he was able to help their son, um, his son Alexei's hemophilia. Mm-hmm. Many thought he got his way so often in the Russian court because he could literally hypnotize people. Mm-hmm. Like, there were reports of people being like, he would look me in the eyes and I couldn't say no. Like, 
like it was forced out of them. Maybe they, they probably just felt threatened because he was Rasputin. This I did find really creepy, though. So several assassination attempts against Rasputin failed. And the final one was so dramatic. He wasn't finally assassinated, but the last one was crazy. The one that really killed him. Uh, it took place in Moika Palace, which was um, owned and lived in by Prince Felix Yusupov. Yusupov served Rasputin cakes laced with cyanide. Rasputin ate them with no effect. Then he put some in the wine. Rasputin drank it. No effect. And frustrated, Prince Yusupov shot Rasputin in the chest multiple times. And assuming that he was dead, the men stole his clothes and one of them wore them and drove to Rasputin's apartment to make it look like he had traveled home that night. Mm -hmm. Um, Then the group returned to Moika Palace and Rasputin, they like leaned over to be like, okay, let's like move the body. And he jumped up, left at them, charged at them, got outside and then was shot in the back in the snow trying to run away. Um, And then he was bundled up and thrown into a river. However autopsy showed that he had water in his lungs which means he was alive when he was thrown in the river exactly and he probably died from drowning isn't that crazy i have chills isn't that nuts but this is the creepiest part oh no shortly before his death rasputin sent a letter to czar nicholas ii essentially cursing russia saying that if he was killed by peasants then the empire would remain intact and Nicholas's children would reign for hundreds of years. But if he was killed by nobles, which he was, he was killed by a prince, quote, brothers will kill brothers and they will kill each other and hate each other. And for 25 years, there will be no nobles in the country. Czar of the land of Russia, if you hear the sound of the bell, which will tell you Grigory, which is which was his mm-hmm. first name, has been killed. You must know this. If it was your relations who have wrought my death, then none of your family, that is to say, none of your children or relations, will remain alive for more than two years. Rasputin was killed in 1916, and the Romanovs were killed in 1918. Ah! Isn't that creepy? He literally cursed mm. them. And then finally, we will discuss we will discuss the Screechum sisters. The Screechum sisters were known as pirate witches and associates of Captain Kidd, a.k.a. William Kidd. Captain Kidd is a well-known pirate, and he is most well-known because he left treasure in various places along the American eastern coastline, including most famously near Cape Cod. Mm. Um, He enlisted help to bury his treasure, and that help included the Screechum sisters. Sarah and Hannah Screechum lived on Noisy Point near Cape Cod. Local legend called Hannah and Sarah witches, and Hannah began helping Captain Kidd by killing the crew members who buried the gold for kid so kid would be like okay you are gonna go bury it by this rock and then he would tell hannah like they're gonna go to this rock follow them there and Mm. once it had been buried she would push them into the hole and they (laughs) didn't know that hannah was working for him and bury them alive so that then only hannah and captain kid knew of the location of the treasure legends now say that the dead men who died at the treasure locations haunt the treasure Uh. guard it out of revenge her sister sarah had a much sadder ending had a much sadder story sarah lived in the woods on a pond called witch pond <laughs> many people believe sarah could shapeshift um which is a very common lore about witches especially in america um sarah fell in love with it says a mosh pee man i actually don't know what that means you don't know what a mosh pee man is no what is that 
I don't know. I'm kidding. Oh. I'm to say, <laughs> no, what? <laughs> I have no idea what it is. I've never Mosh heard of it. Oh, that's a town in Cape Cod. A, con- a town near Cape Cod. So she fell in love with a man from this town, and that man deceived her. And when she was in the form of a black mare, tied her to a tree, and then went to go get the town <gasps> to, like, kill her. But Sarah managed to escape, and the man found Sarah at... Um, her cottage where she had a wound in her hand where a nail had been driven into the black bear's foot. Mm. Which is really sad. And then Sarah supposedly died when she was shot in the form of a doe. She was found dead in her cottage with a wound to her head. <gasps> so she was like out in the woods being a doe. And someone shot her and she died. In out in the woods being a doe. You know, being a doe. You know, <laughs> be, just be a doll. Be a doe. Which Aww. is really sad. I did find a list of people executed for witchcraft on Wikipedia, and it's, like, much shorter than you would think, but it's because so many went undocumented. Like, we have the most famous ones. There's another famous trial that happened in Massachusetts in Lancaster County um, that I didn't want to go into because it was essentially another Salem witch trials. Like, that list is on there, but it's a very... I would say it's super underreported. Most of them happened between 1400 and 1700. That was the real peak of it all, but... Well, I will say the oldest documented execution was that of Zhang Liang in 646 in China. He was a Chinese general who had become trusting of people who were known as sorcerers. The sorcerer told him one day he would be an emperor, and this was reported to Emperor Taizong. And because of this, he was investigated for treason. Now, Zhang Liang was a very prolific general, and he essentially had developed an army of 500 men. And essentially, he had, he had developed this army of 500 men, and he referred to all of the men as his sons. So he said, like, I have 500 sons. And the Emperor Taizong was really afraid that um, Liang was going to use these 500 men to overthrow the government and, like, usurp him. Mm-hmm. So he accused liang of witchcraft and he was put to death for using witchcraft to conspire against the emperor despite the fact that he denied the allegation and said no i'm loyal to you i would never do that Aww. he was put to death 646 but this is like really disturbing and sad the most recent execution only occurred in 2010 <gasps> in ghana a woman who was 72 years old named ama hema was burned alive for allegedly confessing to witchcraft On November 20th, 2010, she was tortured by five people until she confessed, which is so sad. They drenched her in kerosene and set her on fire in order to drive out the evil spirits in her, so they believed that she was possessed. Um, She died in the hospital the next day. Six people were arrested and two were charged with murder for this incident. Good. Yeah. But that's really sad. That one was, like, by and far the most recent. Like, there was a huge gap between, like, 1700 Mm and 2010. But again, these are reported executions you know Mm -hmm. i'm sure lots have gone under the radar but i do think it's interesting that most executions take place in the united kingdom and western europe and colonial america like none have happened in america since the end of the colonies Mm -hmm. um and it's a very christian focused fear yeah like the most christian the most christian countries are the ones that have definitely executed the most people like there was only three in south america um, and that well, was in colonial because, South America. Like I was saying, the Christian Church like invented the idea that witches are an evil thing we need to hunt down. Right? Exactly. Exactly. <sighs> this one in Ghana was the only one that happened in Africa. Uh, 
I really was expecting them to be like, Julia Roberts. (laughs) (laughs) I love her, though. You can do literally no wrong. But no. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep was a witch. How do you think they got so famous? So famous. I feel like so much evidence of, like, people being witches is, like, they got so famous. I'm like, maybe they were just, like, talented. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at YKWIBW Podcast. You can check out our website, I'vebeenwondering.com. If you like what you're hearing, you can donate to us on Patreon at patreon.com slash YKWIBW Podcast and or leave us a five-star review on iTunes both help us a lot and finally if you have something that you've been wondering you can email us at i've been wondering podcast at gmail.com and we would love to incorporate it into our show jane do you know what i've been wondering what have you been wondering this came up in my research and i've decided i want to know more okay i want to know about fairy lore is that what you were gonna ask me yes (laughs) i'm sorry Tell me about, uh, yeah. I okay, wa- okay, that sounds fun. Yeah, I want to know more about this queen of the fairies. I had a friend in elementary school who, um, her nana was secretly writing her letters, like, as if it was from a fairy godmother and would leave it in, like, a jar in her yard. Oh, my goodness. Isn't that really cute? So she was like, fairies are visiting me. Um, but yeah, I want to know more about fairy lore. Okay. Fairy lore. Sounds good. And yes, I want to know all about flora fauna and oh my gosh my moms (laughs) my favorite disney characters anyone come at me if you want to discuss sleeping beauty and how it's not a feminist film for the ages (laughs) i will win in a fight i did i don't come to play and don't talk to her about maleficent she'd rather die (gasps) not the character the movie the movie i can't stand it yeah i love the character in the original I ruined Jane's plan. Yes, I was going to ask you about fairies. Hang on, let me think of something. I'm sorry. Oh, oh my word. Oh, okay. I have an idea. Okay, tell me what you're wondering. Okay, so while you were visiting me in Maine at the beginning of the summer, mm-hmm. there that. was <laughs> Windjammer Days going on, which is this festival in my hometown. And one of the things that we wanted to do but we could not figure out how to do was like a haunted tour of Booth Bay. <gasps> And it got me thinking recently, like, what is haunted in my hometown that I don't know about? And the same thing goes for you. I want you to look into our hometowns or home states and find out creepy, haunty things. (laughs) Whoa. I'm going to plan. You want me to plan a haunted tour of your town? (laughs) Yes. I love this. The Booth Bay Tourism Committee is going to hate me. Or they'll love me. Or they'll love it. I'll be like, I'm going to provide you with some whole new information. We send the episode to them. <laughs> They're going to love it. I'm excited. I already know about a couple in my hometown that, like, are still scare me. I should borrow my mom's weird Pennsylvania book because that's all spooky stuff. Cool. Spoopy. Spoopy. Okie dokie. I'm excited. Thank Spoopy you so doopy. much for listening. This is You Know What I've Been Wondering.